Hey, what's up? Cambo here. Just jumping in at the start of the episode to let you know that our friends Bill and Danny from Escape This Podcast are actually on this week's episode of my other podcast, Cancelled Movie Report. We talk about the original version of Batman vs Superman and why it was cancelled. And if you're a fan of those guys, which I know many of you that listen to this show are, and you've never heard Cancelled Movie Report before, it's literally the perfect episode for you to jump in. There's a link for it in the description of this episode, and I'm going to add a clip at the end of the episode so you can have a bit of a listen there too. On a much less exciting note, I suppose, enjoy Reddit on Reddit. Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Cambo Campbell. Uh, Nelson, thank you. I just want to let you know that I've <laughs> <Yeah>. decided <laughs> yeah, that okay. I'm going to give this podcast everything that I have to give it. Uh, it's weird that you started that way when when there was a noticeable delay from me finishing the well, intro and you starting your sentence this is the i thing. would think that's the opposite of giving it there was a split second know. it was a commit or get off the, the train kind of a moment <laughs> you were deciding in that moment you said you, should you said my name and i had that instant moment being like geez should i should i pack it in or should i really commit to it and I yeah. decided that I really got to commit to it. And I'm going to say that okay. is why there was a delay, Nelson, and not that I was checking <laughs> my phone. Okay. Okay. Well, you wouldn't do that on a no. professional podcast. No. <laughs> the thing is, I was quickly checking that I didn't have it like connected to the soundboard or anything like to distract us. Ironically, oh. disrailing yeah. the show. <laughs> Distracted us. Distracted us. Do you know what, though, Cambo? Uh, it probably wouldn't have mattered anyway. Because our listeners seldom pay attention. Um, I think it's probably worth bringing up now that I think all listeners, uh-huh. I'm convinced all listeners, Cambo, have let their guard down. Oh. And why would you say this, Nelson? Well, there's a certain reason that we told listeners to... Mm-hmm. Well, we told them to let their guard down, so yes. I think technically they they obeyed commands, <laughs> but none of them brought it up. So are we happy that they've let their guard down, or are we sad that they've let their guard down? Uh, I'm happy and sad, you know? It's like seeing a, um, you know, I imagine my child uh, going 18 and leaving the home, Right. you know? You're like, ah, oh, we... I've I've led them up to this path. We guided them as long as we could, and then successfully they've left. Yeah. And I'm happy and sad about that. I also the, want to just let people know that I have been adding the command to let your guard down at the bottom of every show notes that we publish over the last several weeks. Yeah. So over weeks and weeks, we've been training people to let their guard <laughs> down. Let their guard down. Yeah. Ironically, probably none of them actually read that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, you're a new listener, and uh, we appreciate rather you. Than e- rather, rather than explaining what's going to happen, mm. um, 
I'll just save you the trouble of saying, oh, I listened to this bloody podcast the other day, and the first thing they started talking about was injects. I hate that on podcasts. Like, yeah, that's fine. We know you're going to have that conversation. Just shut up and keep listening, you dumb idiot. <laughs> wow, that's an uh, aggressive tactic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's fair, though, isn't it? We know that's what they're going to say. They're going to be like, oh, I hate this. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. Just listen. Just keep listening, you dumb idiot. You're not doing anything <laughs> else with your life right now. You're listening to a podcast. You could be doing something more productive. Don't you normally anyway. listen to podcasts while you're doing other things that are more productive? Yeah, but you could be Do listening you... to a you could be listening to a better podcast. Right. A self help book would be better than this podcast. You've actively chosen to listen to a podcast that you know a podcast called Reddit on Reddit is not going to give you <laughs> the same sort of you know intellectual yeah. buzz that you should be giving yourself. Yeah, that's true. It's not called Learnt It on Reddit. <laughs> Yeah, and even if we though we called that, I would excuse you. And even though getting into this podcast, to be fair, we do have a segment called "Today I Learned," but a lot of times we take what people have learned and really tear it yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring we it down to, to our un- level. Unlearn it, so to speak. <laughs> uh, all right, but let's get into it because <clears throat> because of these whiners camping. <laughs> Want to hear what the podcast is really about? Uh, this first one. Was in the subreddit Crazy Ideas, and it was by Eastly God One, uh, and I thought this is quite fitting. Cambe, he said, there should be a new Olympic event called the Ultimate Olympian, where one athlete from each country competes in every solo Olympic event over the course of the games and score points decathlon style. Okay, I would be a bit more interested in this. I think. I'd be far more interested because, in this. It yeah. would be the only event that I would be interested in at all. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he, I think maybe to provide some context, talk about what the Olympic attitude is, is at the moment. This is how out of step I am. Uh, last week was the opening ceremonies of the Olympics. And yes. I didn't realize. I, I just didn't realize they were on. I didn't know yeah. until the next day. I saw some coverage of it. Uh, I've I've since then not watched any of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, so same. My uh, friends, I was uh, like went online to play games because it was Friday night <clears throat> for us, and uh, you know asked some of my friends if they were going to be on. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, I'm going to watch the opening ceremony," and that was the <sighs> first time I'd heard. I'm not even talking about like the last thing I heard about the Olympics. Honestly, was that it was delayed. I I hadn't heard anything since Like as in It is now going to be this date Or anything Like no one In my social circle No news I receive apparently Actually Talks about The uh, Talked about the Olympics at all Yeah It just seems like Such a Like It's definitely dying So close to dead it yeah. just seems like yeah. I, I, I would say, especially like this is the Australian perspective, but even when the Olympics are on, you would be mistaken if you've only ever watched the Olympics through the lens of Australian media that it's mainly swimming events with a few extra sports sprinkled in. Because <laughs> yeah. swimming is one of the few sports that Australia does well at for some, like just weirdly, we've always yeah. had like strong, strong, strong swimmers. 
We're um, an island, Canberra. It's yeah, the only yeah. way we can get to anywhere else. <laughs> uh, so you would be mistaken. Like, there's so much. A lot of the highlight packages are all swimming. But like, mm, very yeah. rarely does mm. it feature. I don't know trap shooting because I guess we're not one of the top countries in like that kind of sport. Yeah, well, that that also tracks as well. Yeah. I think the English <laughs> might be good at shooting because they had to shoot all the prisoners that swam to the island. Yeah, that that was yeah, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's true. I just um, and and I think uh, like it's also well known that every sport has their own like world championship that's often more coveted than the uh olympic events uh especially because i think obviously olympic is about individual countries but sometimes you might have like it's like basketball like americans pretty much win it 100 percent of the time Mm. because the nba and the wnba is just way more advanced than you know like they're so much more skilled in that Mm. the worst team in the nba which I think is the Knicks. I've heard from memes. Uh, they they could probably beat like any other yeah. country in, in in basketball, like their country team. So it's like even those ones just sort of seem pointless. Or they're like team sports, or it's like that teams. You know, it's like I feel like we're just getting the worst of everything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, yeah. What well, the thing is, this idea of the ultimate Olympian, though. I would be even more interested if they just said all rules are off, roid up as much as you want. So you're seeing oh. these people that are like far beyond peak physical. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like okay. you're seeing absolute <clears throat> beasts going at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would that would that kind of thing be? Obviously, people are going to exploit it. Yeah. Like, but that's good. Okay. Okay. That's good. That. But. I have ethical problems with that, Camber. It's no good for you. It's unhealthy. This in the in the long running history of this show, this could be your first ethical problem you've ever faced. You you are normally of the two of us seen as the one perhaps with the uh, yeah, shall we say, more malleable ethics. I can't believe I need to point this out, but I'm obviously saying this because I have another idea that's not drugs. (laughs) (laughs) And I need a segue from one to the other, (laughs) Cam. Right, so you're going to fade outrage. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Otherwise, kids do drugs. They're great. Um, Okay, here's what I'm thinking. Engineering Olympics. Right, same thing. Mm -hmm. You have one ultimate Olympian, Mm -hmm. but for every event, they can engineer their own thing to give them an advantage at that event. As an example, you could have a uh, pole vaulting with a pogo stick at the end. You know, something that they sort of getting gives them a bit more of a jump as they go up. Yep, something where like. You, uh, like, I could imagine, uh, like, the hammer throw or something where if they, uh, like, I, th- I feel like you, there's certain rules, you know, like, maybe you can't necessarily modify the, uh, the implement itself or, or something, you know, like the goal itself. But, like, what if they just put a couple of rockets on their waist in opposite directions? <laughs> so, as they're spinning around, they get, like, an extra bit of, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. momentum. Yeah. I'd like to see, like, all normal Olympic events, but with just, like, engineering 
marvels in between because then you've got like a whole team of people working at it yep. and i think the olympian that person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they can't actually be like a peak uh you know athlete yeah it kind of has to be an average joe kind of or every country does like a lottery thing every every citizen is given a number <laughs> <laughs> And uh-huh. much like being drafted to war. Yeah, yeah. All the Hunger Games. Are, yeah, all the Hunger Games, yeah. You you get to be the ultimate Olympian that year. Right. You get but, to but be. But maybe you you get you get to be. It's a privilege. <laughs> you get extra food rations. Mm-hmm. Obviously those are in the you know. Yep, yep. Here's here's what I'm thinking. Um I know this is gonna be a, a an odd segue, so you're gonna have to bear with me. But it is a staple mm. of the show. I want to compare now to Monopoly. Uh, I'm aware mm. that they've Monopoly has been around for a long time and perhaps go a little bit stale, and they've brought out different versions of Monopoly. So yep. I'm saying we should do that with the Olympics. And similar, okay. there is a version of Monopoly called Monopoly Cheaters Edition. Okay. And here's the thing: yep. I think we should do a Cheaters Edition of the Olympics, where you can cheat, but if you're caught, yep. if you're caught, yep. you're completely disqualified. Out. And it's all about the sneaking... Because they're looking for cheaters as well. That's the other thing. I mean, they're still... <laughs> they're, they're looking for cheaters in regular Olympics. <laughs> but... That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but in this one, it's actively encouraged. And if you have plausible deniability about your cheating, you're good. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. This is... Uh, this th- is come good. to think this of it, good. I think this is just the modern Olympics. Yeah, we are trying to cheat constantly. <laughs> like just performance-enhancing drugs. Didn't the Russian team get busted for like they were passing yeah. like in performance-enhancing stuff through a wall in a medical clinic to get around their drug tests or something? Yeah, yeah. So I guess in a way like we that. are doing that already and they cheated and they got caught there for their end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, his, maybe. Well, I was going to say, I, he, you, you, you go first because I'm about to bring up a slightly different point, I think. So you, you go first. Um, I think th- what you might run into as a problem is assassinations. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. if cheating is allowed, mm. why can't I, I? I feel like the cheating might occur off the field, so to speak. Yeah. Maybe not even as far as assassinations, but like crowbar to the leg of uh-huh. every other. But it's, like, it's called like, the Tonya Harding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean... You would definitely know, though, right? When it's like one, one Russian guy, <laughs> and because we know it'd be Russia that obviously yeah. <laughs> crowbars the legs of every other runner, mm-hmm. and we're like, well, Russians aren't really known for their running, but there's just this one guy who kind of jogs to the finish line <laughs> because still, everybody in, else is limping. <laughs> he's in some Adidas tracksuit, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. I've done it. I've won. I've won the race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that that uh, you know he's lagging a little bit behind somebody who's sort of limp running to the end, <laughs> and he just sort of calls out. He goes, "Hey, hey, hey!" And they look around to him, yeah. and he just glares at them, yeah. and they they stop, and he overtakes. Yes. He goes, "Good." Calls <laughs> out. I think winning would not be recommended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not such good idea. Well, or maybe, you know, because obviously this would be a tactic, right? Some people would be uh, try to protect themselves from being yeah. crowbarred yeah, in yeah. the knee. Everyone's so running with I full think- leg pads. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thinking even, you know, somebody who's been really careful the week before, you know, he's been in isolation. There's rumors about where they actually are just to hide where they are. Decoys. There's decoys. decoys around, yeah. And then, but then uh, you're the Russian runner, (laughs) Camber. And uh, just before the race starts, you're, you're down at the, you know, starting position. You pull out from your pocket a photo of their family and you slide it across underneath their view, you know? And then yeah. it's their decision yeah. as to whether they want to win the race or not, you know? Yes. Totally up to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess the whole thing is being like, I won't do anything to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can run as yeah. fast as you want. Yeah. Unrelated. But just, <laughs> but just checking, is this your address? <laughs> and you have this many kids? Yeah, thought so. Anyway, anyway, good you luck run in the race. You run as fast as you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's here's what I'm thinking. The thing about the Olympics is, I feel like in a world that is evolving and where more people are growing up interested in things like video games or things like that, like you and I, as an example, not not into sports, yeah. so it doesn't capture our imagination. I want to see and and the ultimate Olympian, but they're not just doing sports essentially is a way to find whoever the best person is generally. So yeah, they do some sports, like say they do a a particular run or an obstacle course or something like that. But then you know what? Act in this scene in the Shakespeare play as well. Oh, okay. You know what? Finish this mathematical equation. Yeah. Okay. And you like, so so it, it, it kind of encompasses all different things. So then suddenly I would be interested. Who is like the best person? Who can yeah. do everything? <laughs> and we know, I mean, I mean, we know it's going to be Hugh Jackman at the end of the day. So in a way, <laughs> I guess yeah. it's pointless. <laughs> we sort of do know. In fact, I think that's why, that's why it hasn't been done. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves a close second, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> a close second. Not, not because of the acting ability. I can't stress that yeah, enough. Yeah. He I, comes I think, in last place every time for that. <laughs> I think the thing is, like, because Hugh obviously has the, uh, the physique. Yeah, he's he's a very very muscular yeah. man. So I think yeah. he'd do quite well in sports, but he's also the greatest showman and he's singing and he's dancing. Mm, that's that yeah, that's yeah. the element I think Keanu is lacking. They made a movie about Hugh Jackman starring <laughs> Hugh Jackman. That's a, I'm not sure if anybody some of our listeners hadn't seen it, but that's what the movie is about. Yeah, it's the origin <laughs> story of Hugh Jackman. Yeah, all Australians learn it in school, but it's great that the rest of the world yeah. now know it. <laughs> they finally went out there and, and did it. Yeah, it's really, it's really good. Uh, yeah, I like that. Also, I think part of that test should be um, <clears throat> one of the events is who's the most altruistic. Yeah, and you you have to donate a percentage of your wage for the rest of your life. Right, this is a permanent thing <laughs> okay. that you decide to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could be like, "I'm yeah. going to try to win this event. Ninety-five percent of my wage from now. On. I'm going to live super poor <laughs> because I just want to win this one event." But, but, um, you- but then it would also be interesting to see people that are like, "Oh, no, zero percent. I'm going to, I'm going to just try and win every other event, but okay. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll tank yeah. the I'll, loss in this. I'll take, yeah, yeah. But do, you, do you, like, would you be interested? Like, you, someone comes off a track, sweaty, sits down, has to win a poker game. Like, it goes from one discipline to the other that that, that are yeah. always seen as separate. And you want to know because they're not going to be the peak at anything, but you want them to be mm. really good at everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Actually, there, there is a. Um, uh, there is a sport 
I don't know what it's called, but it's the combination of boxing and chess. And I think it's just such a like genius combination of sports. The brain because, and the brawn. Yeah, yeah. They're just like one totally extreme to the other. Mm. And obviously you can, you know, if you do well in the boxing uh, and you're not as good at chess, it might give you the leg up yeah. in chess. Or you know, it, it is also maybe you're just trying to defend a bit more in the boxing because you're not as good as that, but you're better in chess. And now I've not done this sport, but I'm also going to assume it's not as easy to strategize several moves ahead when you've been clocked in the head several times. Well, yeah. So exactly. the longer the That's boxing the goes, the yeah. sloppier I imagine your chess playing gets. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm assuming they're so going to do a follow up to the Queen's Gambit, and I pray it's this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pair, put a pair yeah. of gloves on Anya Taylor Joy and let, let her go mono on mono with someone and then play chess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I could actually, you know what? I totally, I just had an image in my head of her boxing and it worked really well. Like, I okay. really want to see this right now. We, we did We did pitch several weeks ago the con, our movie concept of the presidential body switch movie. But perhaps yeah. to uh, expand our movie portfolio, we also pitched the Anya Taylor-Joy boxing chess movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it would be really funny if all she did in future was just chess-related movies. <laughs> <laughs> Lent into that very specific niche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like. Do you remember Prison Break, the TV show? Yes. So the the main guy in Prison Break, a guy called Wentworth Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw him after Prison Break had ended. Many years afterwards, I saw him in one of those crappy Resident Evil movies, like the fourth or the fifth or whatever. Right. And he, yep. he he played a prisoner that had an escape plan. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's so specific a thing to to be typecast as. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Prisoner yeah. with an escape plan. Well, you need Wentworth Miller, obviously. He's the best <laughs> in the biz at playing that character. Yeah. It's like if um, the guy who played Kramer was just always a dude that slid through the opening of a door. <laughs> yeah. In like, like anything that he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like... like well, Whatever I do, I'm entering via sliding through this door. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what we hired you for because <laughs> that's what you're most known for. That's your niche. You really I, nail that role. But I, I want to see it in, like, I don't know, a movie like A Time to Kill or something, like a very serious courtroom drama. And then when he enters to, like, <laughs> yeah. put up the defense for the, the, the man who's been wrongly accused or whatever, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a serious scene, but he just slides in and then goes, You're on yeah. it, you're out of order, you know? <laughs> And everybody in the audience claps and laughs. <laughs> yeah, there's that moment like in Seinfeld where you wait for the clapping to die down before yeah. he delivers his next yeah. line. Actually, it's funnier if he does wait for that, but there's no clapping and laughing. <laughs> Why not? Because you don't need to, because you assume the audience watching in the cinema will be clapping and laughing. Yeah, they'll be clapping and laughing. Yeah, you don't want to talk over there if that's rude. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, right, okay, but I think we should uh, move on to Ask Reddit. Can't be, you're going to be surprised at this. This is uh, cross posted to us by Woosh Beta Ginsberg, which I actually love that name. It's so good. Uh, But it was originally by Iguana Bandit. Assuming athletes would be nude at modern Olympics, as there were in ancient times, which discipline would be the most cringy or the most awkward to watch? Um, Hmm, okay. Can be it's been a while, but I think we might have a theme for the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
been, when been is a long our, time. When is our, what, what was our last theme? I guess Christmas, technically, maybe. <laughs> we did a Christmas yeah, episode. May, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't even know if that was. Even that was, I don't think we even really stuck to it. Pretty flimsy. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, though. Um, Canberra, our theme for this week is definitely the Olympics. Mm-hmm. But... Aside from this question, it will never come up again. So. That is very standard for a themed episode. On par. Yeah. On par with our themed episodes. Uh, okay, so if they were still done naked, what would be the cringiest or most embarrassing? I think the more... I, I think they become more interesting when everyone's naked. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, so. I, I don't think... It, I think what you think would become cringy just becomes more entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget, these are peak athletes. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be so lucky to see them naked. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And for, I mean, from from what I understand about the Olympic Village in general, is they're naked quite a lot because mm. the Olympic Village notorious for the old bang bang. Yeah, that's right. Actually, I I did see a story the other day that was like yeah, about um, the beds. About the beds, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that are made of cardboard and they're. They're yeah. calling them anti-sex beds or something yes, like yeah. that. So there was, yeah. a, there was an athlete, uh, an Irish guy, who uh, decided to, to disprove this by... He released a video of him just like jumping on the bed as hard as he could. Like, uh, did he really? He's just yeah. like, doesn't break. They're fine. They're, <laughs> we'll bang. We'll bang. Yeah, yeah. Admittedly, I didn't actually think it was. I assumed that it was just some, uh, you know, news story that they they just yeah. wanted to get a bunch of clicks and likes yeah. i'm sure even the athletes were didn't actually think yeah, that they yeah. were that bad <laughs> well i think that was um, his point to be like i don't this this has just been sensationalized that's not what that's, this is about i'm sure they're just yeah. maybe i think because they made a cardboard i think that it's like eco-friendly beds yeah 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 i think that's right i think that was really cool because yeah. i think uh it's been shown in the past that, that one of the issues with Olympics in general how in that city is like, yeah, how wasteful it is. I think it also like the, I'm going to make this up and sure. think that it might be true, but the FIFA World Cup in Brazil, they made the stadium to be eco-friendly, like they could take it all apart again yeah, and like well, recycle those materials. Yeah. I th- I'm not sure if it was Brazil in the FIFA World Cup. For some reason that rings a bell, but let's just say a stadium somewhere in the world at some point in the history of time, they did that. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that, that has been a big problem, hasn't it? They create these huge stadiums and then especially mm. if it's a country in a city that doesn't have a whole lot of huge sporting events that require mm. that, they just sit there... Uh, yeah. I, I know there was one of the ones in Australia ended up getting turned into like commission housing and stuff. Like, uh, they're, they're now yeah. the idea is that they try and repurpose them in some way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. s- but back to the naked people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what sport would be the funniest because it's the less needed to be naked, do you think? Uh, I For some reason, I don't know why, but I find... Th- a hilarious image in my mind is somebody holding a bow and arrow and like <laughs> concentrating really hard uh-huh. on the target, uh-huh. but yeah. being totally naked yeah. for some reason, just that, cause I'd be like, how are you, you're totally naked in front of all these people. How are you concentrating? <laughs> I just find that really funny. I also think that it's, it would be such a disadvantage, wouldn't it? Being naked because yeah. I think being strapped down is quite an advantage in, in several things, you know. Let's take, yeah, yeah. Let's take long jump, for example. 
you know. Mm-hmm. If you're a fella, you got your, your package between your legs, you'd rather that be a bit strapped down. If you're a lady and you've got maybe larger breasts, you want them to be pretty strapped down. Because when you mm-hmm. jump and land, yeah, that's going to fling. Yeah. The last oh. thing you want is to be hitting the, your face by your, your own tits or to have your chicken balls <laughs> slap against your leg really hard. Jumping into sand anyway yeah. would just be pretty... I mean, I, I don't love it when I get all sand in my bits when I get to the beach, you know? Yeah. I feel like that would just be an annoying kind of <laughs> uh, thing part of that. I think also if you got the the um, right view from a pole vaulter, <laughs> that that might be the worst one. Because mm. if you're if you're sitting in the right stand, right seat in the stand, you get a pretty you get a pretty wide open view. I reckon this it might seem like a dumb question, so apologies. In the Olympics, do they have darts? I don't think so. Okay, because. I was going to say that could be the worst one, and I don't want to generalize, <laughs> but dart players are generally a bit less in shape than other, yeah, athletes, yeah, yeah. Than other athletes. You're not generalizing, Cameron. That's 100% of all <laughs> dart, dart players. Yeah. <laughs> they are fat men in their 40s and 50s. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's who they are. Um, just on that, I actually I got into a, a, a YouTube rabbit hole where I ended up watching... Uh, I think I was watching like dart compilations of when they hit <laughs> a perfect uh, run. Yeah. Which is like you have to hit three triple 20s in a row, yeah. maybe twice. And then the last one is like a certain combination. I can't remember what it is. And uh, and so that's like perfect score, the perfect way to play it. And it is so cool. Like, I actually totally get why people go and watch this because it's just like, it's so impressive to see them throw a dart from just like so far. It just seems like the dumbest thing. I mean, it, it seems like caveman mentality or something. Yeah. When you're like, oh my God, I can't believe they can throw this small object into a, you know, into a specific spot. I've, I've thought similar vein, different sport, but like Paul and snooker. Yeah, that, okay, that involves yeah. a lot of bending over tables. Mm. So it, at least in darts, you're standing up straight. Yeah, but yeah. You're yeah. getting into such <laughs> odd positions with pool that that, yeah. that could be a pretty bad one to do naked as well. <laughs> yeah, I guess we haven't spoken about the obvious, which is like martial arts of basically any oh, sort. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. Be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That'd be pretty bad. Weightlifting would really. Uh, shine a light on perhaps if the uh, rumors that would be true about what steroids yeah. can do to a person. This is for, yeah. for male, I suppose, male <laughs> weightlifting. Uh, really, who's just yeah. up? And who's, who's just yeah. up? Who maybe just unlucky? Yeah, exactly. Like you know what? He passed be- all these drug tests. Like oh, oh, oh boy, that's oh, a real shame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be a funny day when there's a super buff dude who's having to. Has, having to plead with people that he was just born with a small penis. <laughs> it's just small, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I promise. It's definitely a small penis. <laughs> just that idea is hilarious. Um, yeah, although I actually think that would also be really cool to see somebody naked because obviously you would see all their muscles bulge like all over their body, mm. which is like, honestly, like I haven't, ever seen something like that you mm. know uh obviously you can normally see a lot um because that you know 
in like a leotard. Not my sleeveless, yeah. like leotard. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, but but I think that would actually be really cool to see a sort of full body tensing it and stretching all the like different weird muscles that would that would contract at the same time. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, all right, here is another one, Cambo. Uh, this is by Secret Freckle. I'm not sure if we've done something similar to this before. Anyway, hypothetically, you meet your exact clone, just the opposite sex. Do you fall in love with them since it is exactly you, just opposite sex? Why or why not? Let's maybe assume that you don't know it's the exact clone of you. Because mm. I feel like if I knew it was the exact clone of me, mm. I couldn't do it. That's like I could find somebody unbelievably attractive and then I find out they're a relative and I'd be like, oh, no, I, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm, I'm far less attracted immediately to yeah, them yeah, because yeah. I... Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's like a mental block. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't I don't think so. I think that there's a sweet spot to hit, which is very alike and very similar, but different. Because okay, mm-hmm. that like conversation I think would be very very dry because you'd just be hearing the same opinion all the time. And I think what <laughs> makes conversation interesting, I mean, I guess this depends on how how vain people are, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Is like differences of opinion meeting in the middle is what makes. I disagree. Oh. I disagree. <laughs> well, let's just end this conversation then, because I don't want to hear that. <laughs> okay. See, Cambo, you want me to agree with you? Um, yeah, I think that like, if everything is is exactly the same all the time, I think that would become uninteresting. Yes. Maybe that would be true. Mm. But at the same time, I feel like the the good thing I think would be if I'm living with this person, I could have meals cooked for me that I like. Yeah. That not that I'm a fussy person, I pretty much eat anything. So but I just need like I think there would be I think there would be like some niche circumstances all the time, right? Where I like I'm gonna get some food that I like and I don't have to cook it half the time, right? You know, like half the time I would, half the time I wouldn't. But okay. like I guess so, I so like what you're saying is in this scenario, you and uh female you, you split cooking duties fifty fifty, but you know hundred yeah. percent of the time it's a meal you want. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> actually, you know what? That's that. That's actually not true at all. I've just realized because most of the time I'm like, ugh, I've got to cook. I'll do something super lazy and then I'll make it. And I'm like, ugh, this tastes so bland. That's, <laughs> so, that's true. And I guess so you partner know, me would be like, great. I I've just got this bland meal and I didn't. You know, if yeah, I was cooking, I would have done something better. <laughs> you also have the assurance that the female you will never go out of their way to make something interesting either. So it means <laughs> yeah. you're guaranteed bland meals forever. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Uh, yes, yeah, so no. I've just realised, Cambo, I should marry a chef. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? I mean, because I feel like sometimes the the issue of like, so... Uh, Elle and my girlfriend like we we sort of I would say are on the same level of like cooking ability probably maybe even me a little bit more mm. um, and so 
obviously at the moment we're not living together so it's kind of like whoever's house we're at will be the one that kind of cooks but um i think we live together you know there'll be this like oh well we'll we'll obviously try and split it 50 50 i think uh but i i just feel like it'd be like oh whose turn is it to cook tonight oh oh, i can't really be bothered but okay i'll do it tonight whatever but if i married a chef i feel like that's just like locked in like if i'm marrying jamie oliver he's cooking a hundred percent of the time so this is the, uh, I suppose, a bit of a fallacy that people have about jobs. For instance, for many, many years, uh, my dad specialized in building kitchens, specifically very high-end kitchens. That was yep. his job for a very long time. But also through <clears throat> that whole time, we had a fairly shitty kitchen because mm-hmm. he did that all day, every day as his job. The last thing he wanted to do in his free time yeah. was build a kitchen. <laughs> And you know I what? wonder and, if and you're and cooking it, all day, every day as a chef, when you get home, you might be like, oh, I really don't want to put that much effort into this. I just do want you know something what basic. I, I've realized is in my mind, when I said chef, what I really meant was like one of the most famous chefs in the world <laughs> who, who isn't working yeah, okay. you know, in the back of a restaurant. <laughs> right. I... I do want Jamie Oliver. That's like, he yeah. loves cooking. And like, he, like, I don't even think I'm making assumptions here. Like just the way he talks about it. I've heard him like interviewed and stuff. Like he loves cooking. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a chore for him. But what? obviously if he, if he was probably the, in the uh, back kitchen of a restaurant, <laughs> in some shitty restaurant, he wouldn't want to come home and cook. So, yeah. I think yeah, what, that's true. That's true. I think what you want Nelson is a wannabe chef. They want to be a chef, so they've been practicing and they have the skills, but they've yet yeah. to go out and actually pursue their dream of becoming a chef. Therefore, yeah, yeah. they're not they're... sick of it by doing it every day. I've just realized, Campbell, I want to date an accountant. Because <laughs> nobody wants to be an accountant. Mm. They'll probably aspire to way more things that they'll love and be interested in. And hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed, one of those things is being a chef. <laughs> that's, that's the person that I, that I want to date. Or, honestly, Jamie Oliver. What's he up to? Married with many children, I believe, quite happily. Many children? Oh, he's probably over them by now. (laughs) Time to escape that family. Yeah, exactly. I could be like, Jamie, oh, you've you've got so many kids, there's hardly any time to cook, isn't there? With me, no kids. You can cook for me all the time. (laughs) Uh, All right, Campbell, let's get into Today I Advice. So now it's time for... Today I learned. This today I learned uh, is by Nanayo. Nanyo. Today I learned that in 1999, Harvard physicist. Lean Howe was able to slow down light to 17 meters per second and in 2001 was able to stop light completely. Um, okay. Um, I, this is one of those things where I'm really trying to comprehend it. You know what I mean? Here's, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Here's what she, you might not know this, um, but uh, I've said it in this sort of complicated way, but 
she's actually the inventor of the light switch. <laughs> well, this this was going to be my next question. Before is- before then, Cambo lights are just on 100% of the time <laughs> and and you could slow it down like by you could turn it off but it took a long time yeah, yeah. It, it took weeks and weeks for that light to turn off and then she got well, she first invented the, she first invented the dimmer yeah. is what she did <laughs> i think <laughs> um, then then she invented the light yep. like obviously to do this you're shooting light through something uh probably <laughs> yeah that's something like I, this this yeah. is such an interesting fact, but it's frustrating with how little detail there is in the fact. Yeah, I think couldn't you just shoot it against a wall, stop light in its tracks? Yeah, because light doesn't penetrate. Yeah. Wall. Light, light famously doesn't bounce. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that'd stop it in its track. Brick wall. We're not going to get through a brick wall. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. A really a super black yeah wall. Yeah, well, there, there is that paint, isn't there? It's like the darkest yeah. legal tint you can get or something like that as, as a paint. Exactly. And it does, I believe, stop. I, I don't even think that stops all. I think it just stops a huge majority Probably. perceivable to the human eye type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is uh, um, amazing, this. Like, not just... Okay, not just, I guess, the idea of... Um, stopping light like the the fact that i don't even know what that consists of what that really yeah but also the fact that somebody was like i'm gonna try and stop light (laughs) or even it sounds like i'm gonna slow down light sounds like a villain in a comic book doesn't it (laughs) yeah that's right yeah this is Mr. Burns putting the cover <laughs> over the sun type type situation. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what like yeah, just totally and completely confuses me the most. I don't, I I don't understand why somebody would ever have like think about this, have these thoughts, and then also like what like I'm sure there's probably applications for this. This is what I was trying to think. Like what. What does it help? Because you obviously do experiments like this in the idea that, yeah, it's applicable to something. And generally they try and do it for things that will help mm. humanity or yep. something in some way. Or maybe help understand something as well. Yeah. You know, yep. like like for no reason whatsoever. But if that and black holes were linked, you know, right. maybe they could be like, oh, this is what happens inside of black holes. I'm yep. not sure. Yep. Totally made that up. But um, but like it, the... This to me, right, from a total <laughs> not understanding perspective. Why did I choose this? Okay, but what a fucking dumb idea this was. Um, but as far as I understand it, we obviously need light, um, like you said, kind of reflecting off surfaces uh-huh. to see everything. Yeah, yeah humans yeah. Need, need, need light to see uh, everything. <laughs> it's a dumb statement now that I say it out loud because it's so light, obvious. Light hits our eyeball, therefore gives us vision for example. Yeah, yeah. But also hits the object as well, which I think is the important part of it, right? So light hits the object. So if you could stop light from hitting an object... Does it become invisible? Well, that's what I'm thinking. And I don't know if that's super dumb. Yeah, no, no. I I see what you're saying. Because you're right. The way the vision works, as far as we know, is that... um, (laughs) Yeah. Light hits the eyeball, light hits the object. You can that that is what helps you perceive where things are, depth, all yeah. this kind of stuff. But if mm-hmm. that's only working one way, yeah. Does the other become invisible? 
It makes it invisible. Yeah. And if I that, think that's it. And if that isn't it, I like to think that she, she's managed to stop light. She's in some research center. She's like, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm going to go tell my superior. She goes, tells her superior, I've just managed to stop light. And the superior's like, what, what have you done that for? We need light. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. are you crazy? We need Stop light. <laughs> yeah. This is this goes against the, everything. <laughs> Human life is built on light. <laughs> this is a terrible thing you've done. Yeah, she's the villain, actually, <laughs> turns out. Um, okay, I have an advice one here, Kembit. This is by Throra Dating Dyer. Uh, boyfriend eighteen. Yep. Of a week, got my 24 male name tattooed on his stomach. And I flipped my shit. Okay, so my boyfriend is a bit feminine. He's into skirts and crop tops and shit. Mm-hmm. And we've been dating like a week. And he got my name, in brackets, full name, which is pretty unique one, tattooed across his lower stomach, where it's like right above the line of most pants on his stomach. And I kind of flipped out because we've literally been dating a week. But now I feel guilty for freaking out, even though it's weird and a freak and a freaking and way too soon. That didn't make sense. Uh, way too soon. Shit like that. And now he's like blaming me for it because I said I was serious about us. And then in brackets, you can be serious without doing batshit insane shit, though. But he doesn't <laughs> want to hear that dirt. So this is kind of a mess and I don't know if this is a deal breaker or what I'm supposed to do or if maybe I came off as too rude over it, but I'd really like some advice because this is freaky deaky shit. Thanks. Yeah. Look, it, it, is, uh, it is quite an intense thing to have done so soon. There is one question which for some reason I think will make me feel better even though if you really think about it, it shouldn't is how many tattoos does this person have? Are they That's covered in tattoos? Point. Because if they are, I feel like tattoos are a bit more fickle to them because they're like, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll always get tattoos. Or if this is yeah. the first tattoo, then that seems yeah. much worse to me. That is way worse. Yeah. It would be funny, though, if they had lots of tattoos, mm. but they were all just ex-girlfriends. <laughs> well, they like... I, I, I don't know if uh, you're aware of uh, Travis Barker, the drummer from Blink-182, had the toe covered in tattoos. He's Skull is tattooed like tattoos everywhere. So if I heard that he got a tattoo of someone that they've been dating for a week, I'm like, classic Travis. He does this yeah. kind of stuff. He's covered in tattoos. Yeah, yeah, but, that's right. Like, and maybe this says how conservative I am at things like this. You and I have been friends for many years, and if you got a tattoo of my name, I'd be like, what are you doing, Nelson? <laughs> Even though we've been friends for so long, let alone a week. That would be really interesting, actually. Should we get tattoos of each other's names? I think we should get tattoos of each other's names. I think that'd be yeah, really yeah, funny, yeah. actually. I'll do it if the and listeners then, pay for it. If the listeners pay yeah, for our yeah. tattoos. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, that'd be great. I think... Um, and then we would be forced to be friends forever. <laughs> Could you imagine if uh, this is a, a very bleak scenario, but say I uh, I die somewhere tragically, but also maybe like somewhere remote or, you know, I don't have any identification or whatever. And, and everyone just assumes I'm Nelson Allingham because <laughs> I, I have <laughs> yeah. that name like tattooed on my arm or something. Yeah. 
And you then you start seeing reports on the news <laughs> being like, a body presumed to be that of Melbourne man Nelson Allingham has been found. <laughs> yeah. I like how it's Melbourne man as well. It's, probably, it's got my address on, yeah, yeah. on there as well. Should, it, should, should we get tattoos that are like a name tag that's my name is, but then, yeah, we, yeah. Get each, then we get each other's names? So yeah, yeah. my tattoo says, my name is Nelson Ellingham. Yeah, um, yeah that's good. Also, um, I think we should have a list of that person's hobbies and fears. <laughs> Just yeah, so yeah, yeah. we remember as well. Yeah. It's gonna be it's um, gonna be a big tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a full back tattoo <laughs> of just like a bio of the other person. Here's the good thing for me though, is that much easier to find a Michael Campbell than it is another Nelson Allingham. Yeah. So I think, I think if we don't remain friends, that's fine. I just need to find another Michael <laughs> Campbell that I can, I can sort of get along with. Chances are very good. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of you. There's a lot of you. Problem is, you've all committed some atrocities. <laughs> That's in your family history, I, and I'm that a- that I imagine is what will drive us apart. If anything, in present day, you know, our relationship. Yeah. It's, if I accidentally read about the Campbells' history, I'll be oh, like, oh my god, I can't be friends with this guy d- anymore. <laughs> don't look into the Campbells. Don't. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. no 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 no. Yeah yeah yeah. Don't search. Don't specifically put into Google how many people have the Campbells killed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a and big like, number. <laughs> and like unarmed innocent people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally just civilians. Yeah, How many yeah, civilians yeah. have the Campbells killed? Don't, Don't Google <laughs> Campbell clan war atrocity. Don't. Don't Google that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Good. Oh, I'm glad we've said not yeah, to Google yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of um, the Streisand effect? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's applicable here. <laughs> yeah. I reckon we've avoided it. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, okay, going back to this thing that I have a question. Do, if this was you, do you think you should continue to date this person? Hmm. Because I would instantly be like, well, I, I have to break up with this person, but at the same time... I would have so much guilt that I'm like, yeah. well, like maybe they are like, they've, like it's a weird eccentric thing that they've done, but maybe this is the person that I could end up loving and I, spending my life with. I, I think the fact that one of them thought it's fine and the other one didn't means that the way that they think things through are not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fundamentally, they're just going to be different people. Forever. If this, yeah. yeah, if this had happened. And they were both like, oh, whoa. Then maybe, yeah. you know, you are more compatible. But yeah. the idea that I, I think that maybe there is an incompatibility in yeah. things like this that is so rational and off the cuff. But 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 still, I, th- I think I'd be like, okay, I'm going to have to give this another couple of weeks just to like see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to be sure. You need to be more sure of that breakup than most. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh my god, this is actually a genius way to be like, if if Time, I like, uh, time's running out on this relationship. I'll get a quick tattoo. <laughs> yeah, that'll give me at or, least another month. Or if I'm if I you know like managed to get a date with somebody that was just way like above my leg, like way 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 out of my leg. I already am already, but um, 
And I'm like, maybe if I get a tattoo, <laughs> they'll be forced to be with me just at least a little bit longer, which can give me more time to win them over. Or, okay, you know, let's... Okay, we, we need to add to our tattoos. So my, my tattoo will now say my name is with your name. I am yeah. dating and then your girlfriend's name. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. And you do the same. <laughs> Yeah. And then that way our partners also know that this has been like yeah. burnt into the flesh of someone. <laughs> so really think about ending that relationship. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Because w- you're not just ruining the relationship with me, you're also ruining the tattoo of my yeah. friend. He's <laughs> <laughs> ruining his body, really, when you think about it. So. You've, ru- you've ruined my life and the body of my friend. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That is good. Yeah, yeah. What if you got something more sentimental like their grandma's name? <laughs> like, I got this because I met it, her that once. It's the weirdest form right. of gaslighting I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, we should shit, move on. we got to move on. <laughs> Holy crap. I actually had no idea how long this episode had been going on for. Let's just do one shower thought. Let's okay. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought is by Karina Chan. A dead Ghostbuster has the potential to be the biggest ally or most annoying enemy of any living Ghostbuster. (laughs) Uh, So it's been a while since I've watched Ghostbusters, but is there a lot of research as to what happens to the ghosts when they're in the chamber? Or are they stuck in a perpetual hell? (laughs) <laughs> That's a good point. I've never thought about that actually. Because they, 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 they go uh, yeah. into the traps, right? Yeah. And I, I think we all just assume, oh, well, they're stuck in there now. But if, if they, are they, one, stuck in a tiny confined space for all of eternity? Yeah, yeah. Which is horrible. Or two, have they been sent to some kind of demon dimension? Hell dimension. Yeah. It just existence of any kind stuck in a place mm. for, for eternity is seems horrible. Yeah. And, uh, Okay, this is perfect. This is like, this is, would be a really great, I think, Ghostbuster sequel. Because one of them does die. Yeah. And like, maybe they're kind of friendly or something. And they're like, at the start, but then one thing leads to another, whether it's an accident or mutually agreed that they get sucked up into the thing. And then they realize that it's just this, this hell or you know like this horrible place of existence and then i think they should be able to break out and become the enemy of the ghostbusters my understanding is you can't you can free ghosts from a trap can't you i feel like yeah the the image of the trap opening and ghosts coming out so maybe if if you die as a ghostbuster you're like hey send me in i just want to know what it's like and then five minutes later let me out and then they yeah. come out and they're like, oh my God, that was the worst <laughs> thing I've ever... Th- that was so bad. You need to yeah. stop doing this. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be such a cool villain. A Ghostbuster ghost villain. Yeah, that, that knows what happens when the ghosts get busted. Yeah. Let's make it, Candy. Let's make that movie. All right. I don't think copyright... We don't have the shit. rights to anything. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'd want it to be the original Ghostbuster crew. Yeah. And they are... One of well, them's actually, dead. Well, actually, my... Yeah. <laughs> That works perfectly, actually. 
<laughs> Guys, we need to, we need to bring back the original Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, one of them's but, dead. What? You'd think that would be a disadvantage, but this is actually a perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. That was the one shower thoughts. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed it's, it. It's a, it's a bad week for fans of shower thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get into podnapping. Ah! Oh my God, I'm being podnapped. Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another podcast and we do it ourselves. In this case, I've sort of podnapped ourselves again. <laughs> In a weird, I don't, I don't really know. But this week, actually, probably many weeks ago, I found the subreddit polls. Yep. And I actually, this is my new recommendation for people. Okay. I actually think it's a really cool subreddit. It's awesome. People just post different polls. Yep. And so you can get different answers, and some of them are just sort of funny ones. Some of them are more like, oh, I'm genuinely interested to know what you know people think about this. Yep. Some are just like. Um, yeah, I don't so, know, so meme kind of thing. Our, our two recommendations for this week is one, check out r slash polls, and two, don't Google the Campbells. Don't Google the Campbells. <laughs> yeah. Those two things, if you do those two things yeah. uh, this week, then you've won. Yeah. You've won the <laughs> podcast. Um, so what I'm going to do, I guess it's kind of, I think we should do like a um, cross between kind of like a family feud. Yep. So... I'll give you the question and then the answers and you guess maybe which is going to be the highest voted one. Okay. Um, and this, we'll also put in our, our answers. There is um, a um, there's a time limit on the polls. So some of them I won't be able to see straight away what the answer is. I have to put a moment. Some things I'll already see. Straight away. So some of them I can guess with you and some of them I won't be able to. Okay. okay. So the first one by more 9898 is... Uh, how would you rather have the world end in the near future? The answers are all women are suddenly unable to have children by next year. Two, a nuclear war starts in 2024 and everyone dies from nukes and radiation. Mm -hmm. uh, three, the Earth's temperature rises by one degree every minute until the world is nothing but a fireball in 2026. <laughs> Uh, number four, the Earth suddenly stops spinning tomorrow, causing every object on Earth to <laughs> collapse and get thrown backwards. Uh, and number five, 20 million people randomly die each day until there are none left, starting in 2030. Uh, I think the most humane way is infertility, right? Yep. That, yep. that, that still leaves, for the youngest people, like... 90-ish years Yeah Yeah Correct And no one dies In a fiery nuclear fire That way I mean maybe <laughs> Yeah People still might die In a fiery nuclear fire But not, <laughs> ev not everyone You know <laughs> yeah, Not everyone Theoretically So I would okay. I would have to choose Infertility I think Okay You're going to give for that Number one Yes Which do you think Would be the lowest one Because I reckon That's pretty That's maybe a pretty obvious one As, yep. as the top uh, one But say so how about Like nuclear explosion Earth turns into a fireball Everything stops spinning Or just random people die It depends Like nuclear radiation Would be a terrible way to die If you die in a fireball 
it hurts, but I think that's pretty quick. Nuclear, yeah. like well, nuclear it said fallout. It gets one degree every minute. Tem- temperature rise by one degree every minute. So it'd still be a few minutes of pain. But uh, what I'm saying is, if you didn't die in the nuclear explosion, I mean, look at people from Chernobyl. What happened mm-hmm. to them? That was a slow, painful, cancerous death. Yeah, yeah. Would you rather that over many years or several minutes of perhaps agonizing, fiery death? <laughs> yes, but also, but I don't you know. Could whether... just die from a nuke, which means yeah, that's what I mean. But I'm saying, I'm, yeah, I'm saying a lot of people will die instantly, but not everybody. Yeah. So that people that are remaining will die a very slow cancer with nu- nuclear poison death. But also, radiation takes a long time to take effect, so it's probably only half the population at that time. You know, mm. potentially, because mm. if you're if you're older, it, what usually happens is you die before the radiation actually. Yeah, okay. Know, then, then maybe gives the, you cancer. Maybe the fireball then. <laughs> I'm just trying to talk logic into these illogical answers. Yeah. So. Now you know. I'm going to stick with the the, the nukes. Okay, all right. That's the least popular. All right, the top one by a lot, 2.7K votes uh, was the infertility one. Mm -hmm. Uh, The lowest, though, was the Earth's temperature rising by one degree every minute. Oh, no. (laughs) I almost (laughs) switched to it. (laughs) I think that would be pretty horrible. Yeah. That would be pretty horrible. A lot lot of them are pretty horrible. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Here's another one. Uh, Okay, this one's interesting. This is by... Nisea Blue Is it okay For non-black people To say the n-word When singing along to a song Written by a black person The answers are I'm black, yes I'm black, no Uh I'm not black, yes I'm not black, no I can already see the answers For this one Yeah, yeah Um, Yeah, okay But the, the question is not what I think, but what I think is the most. <laughs> well, what do you think as well, actually? Because uh, to be perfectly uh, honest, uh-huh. I, I'm actually a little torn on this one. I think some of the others might find this really obvious no. But there's, there's a small part of me that's like, maybe it's okay in this context. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would say no. Just like, it's such a loaded word. And if it can hurt, then I just wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, that. that's that's my logic behind it. It's like, look, I know that there's probably... If you were to sing along with a song and say that word, there probably is no ill intent behind what you're doing, necessarily. Yeah, But yeah. if it can be perceived that way and hurt someone, then I just wouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But I don't know. I, I, yeah, I actually I think that... Like, might- I, I totally agree with that, too, but... I don't know. Uh, yeah. I actually think that might be the most common answer as well. I'm not black, but no. Because I think that white people love to show that they're not racist a lot. Okay, cool. White people are so inherently racist, their favorite thing to do was to show how they're not racist. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, I'll go through them from top to bottom. Okay. With 157 votes, the answer, I'm black, yes. Uh, then the second one uh which is the answer? I'm black. No. So, so is this is, is this in descending order? Uh, I'm just saying in the order that I okay, read them yeah, out. Right, right. Okay. So one fifty. Yep. For I'm black. Yeah, yes. So I'm black. Yes. Mm-hmm. And for I'm black. No. One hundred and three. Okay. 
So more black people actually think that it's acceptable mm-hmm. to sing it in a song as a non-black person. Uh, and then with 2.3k votes, I'm not black and yes, finding it acceptable. And then with 1.7k votes, I'm not black, no. Mm. So the highest is actually I'm not black and yes. Okay. And then if you're if you're considering black and non-black, the the yes of I'm black is actually higher than the nose as well, which I find really interesting. Yeah. Because like I think the the part of the reason why I'm so uncertain, right, is because in general in Australia the N word isn't as severe. We we understand that it's severe because we know the American culture. Yeah. But it's not, um, it's just not used here as a slur, mm-hmm. I think, which is why, which is why I was like, oh, I'm uncertain. But I, if I had to guess, I would have said that no is the more common, you know, thing to, to answer here. I actually think as well, it, uh, it does depend on the song as well. Uh, so the, yeah, si- probably, the, yeah. the, the singer Randy Newman, who is like, um, maybe the whitest man in the world. Uh, he has a song called, I think it's called the redneck song and it's a satirical song, but it does use the N word a few times. And he stopped singing it at live concerts, specifically in, in the South of America because too many white people were singing along <laughs> yeah. with a lot of glee at some of the words in that song. Maybe yeah, perhaps yeah. not in the most satirical way. So he was like, this is yeah. this is not okay. Yeah. Like the context that he was using, it was very satirically. And I think that he kind of got away mm. with it a bit, but then he's like, oh no, this is doing more harm than it is good. I think at this point, because yeah. it's just giving people a, a, like an excuse, a way out to yeah, be able to yeah. say this word guilt-free. Um, remember that this question specifically says written by a black person mm-hmm. too. All right, so yes. that wouldn't I, that I, wouldn't be the well. The case I clearly forgot that, hadn't I? <laughs> well, you're a bloody idiot. Um, Black musician, but oh, yeah, anyway. Well, Randy Newman, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I but I am genuinely surprised at that because I thought it would be no in both cases. But anyway, and I'd say by a significant margin for both four point three k votes. Anyway, uh, is the current time even or odd? <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'm looking at the clock right now, and it's exactly 3 p.m. Okay, so we'll say even. Even, though three is odd. So <laughs> hang on. Okay, it's but both. You, st- <laughs> you, you still need to say uh, uh, even. I would count 3 p.m. as even because it's like not 3:01. I'm talking about and the minutes, I suppose. And that's also what you think is going to be the highest answer. Yes. Odd. Yes. Ah. But I can only but I can tell because they have a little bar and they actually have both exactly one point nine K votes. But obviously odd probably has a few you know like yeah, yeah, a yeah. tens yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say it's 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 presumably a fifty fifty bet and it sounds like it almost is exactly fifty fifty one, they're both 1.9k and there's just the minute difference so it's like 49.51 kind of thing yeah yeah which are technically uh, apparently is the real odds of a coin flip 49.51 yeah 
Yeah, right. Yeah, I think I might have. Uh, yeah, it it's like apparently like, based on whatever is facing up at the time, there's actually a fifty-one percent chance of that coming up rather than the one below. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Uh, anywho, uh, do you think oh, this was by man with the ad? Do you think it would be moral to steal one dollar in order to save the life of a child? Uh, yes. Yeah, I would say yes. But it's weird. They're saying that they had a discussion about morality and this dilemma came up. I feel like not so much a dilemma. Okay, yeah. so it's obviously yes. Yeah. I'm going to say, this, okay. This there feels are, like a real... I, like, I think the other one was this as well, which is they have a clear right answer, which for the other one was like infertility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's clearly got to be the one that everyone picks. And surely yes is the answer for you. Okay, but this is what I'm going to say. There are 4,000 votes... How many do you think were no? Five hundred. Two hundred and twenty-eight. Ah, oh. two hundred and twenty-eight people. I would love a little. Was... I'd love for the person to try and do a little twist on this. Like, you steal a dollar, you save a, a kid's life, and then like, of course I do it. Like, oh, but that kid was Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it you is. saved yeah. Hitler, and you've stolen a dollar. <laughs> Um, okay. <clears throat> this is by Ruthless Raj. Maybe we should end on this one. Yeah. Uh, which is harder for you to say? I'm sorry. I love you. I was wrong. I need help. Uh, I need help. I need help being the... the well, no, no. no. I, so I was just answering for me first. Oh. <laughs> uh, personally, uh, it's well, a, I need I can't help. give that to you. Okay. Yeah. Um, it depends. I, f- I feel like... <laughs> What's the bigger genre... Gen- uh, gen- I almost said genre. What's the bigger gender split on Reddit, do you think? I think more males, probably. Yeah. But I think it's pretty... I think it's actually probably closer than we think it is. Yeah, I would say is. like 50, you know, 2 I, I would say in something. general, men tend to have more trouble asking for help with something. <laughs> okay. Like it's some like weird... Uh, like a male pride thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so what were they? Uh, I'm sorry. I love you. What was the third one? I was wrong. I was wrong. Oh, there could be and that actually. I need help. It could be I yeah. was wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna say I I was I was wrong too. Yeah. I think if I was answering answering myself, yeah, probably I need help would be something that I I think personally. So I'll vote that one for us. Okay. Uh. No, I need help was the highest voted one. Really? The second highest was I love you. Then the third highest was I was wrong. And the last one was I'm sorry. Okay, then this is a poll full of people that are not aware of how little they are willing to admit that they were wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I can admit if I'm wrong. If I was wrong, I would admit it. That's fine. I can definitely say (laughs) I was wrong. But I'm not wrong about that. (laughs) I actually think I was wrong is probably one of the most intelligent things you can say i I think people that say i was wrong are way smarter than people that refuse to say it because they're admitting you know what i learned something i was wrong exactly and they they have therefore learned and evolved yeah 
So out of uh, the 3.6K votes, 3,000 people are super intelligent, Cambo. It was only the 600 <laughs> idiots who, who need to say they were wrong or yeah. something. I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, but yeah, that's interesting. So anyway, I find that I find polls like so interesting. See, isn't that question like that one? I find just so interesting to see what people's perspectives are on those sort of things. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, all right, let's move to the Ask Me Anything, where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Yes, so I have one here from John. Says, hello, gentlemen. It's your official homeschool correspondent, John. Sorry for the super late response. I've been super busy studying for college and just kept forgetting to write in. To answer your question, we did ask him a couple of questions about homeschooling. Uh, in my experience, homeschoolers generally tend to be more advanced school-wise, but more lacking in social skills and common sense. I personally can get on okay in social situations, although I'm pretty awkward, but I've met a lot of homeschoolers who just don't pick up on social cues at all, so it's kind of a sliding scale. Homeschoolers also tend to be more uh, eccentric and prone to liking things that most people would consider weird. AMA numero dos. This one's really just for Nelson. What's your biggest pet peeve when DMing a campaign. That's for uh, D&D. Uh, and for Cambo, what's your biggest movie pet peeve? P.S. I was super excited when you guys were reading my email and nearly took out my earbuds to let my family listen in. I'm very glad I didn't because the next things you said were about the side effects of superpowers being that the user's dick and balls fall off. <laughs> P.P.S. I'm about to DM my first campaign of D&D with my fam, although I've never actually done it. Any advice? Cool, 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 cool. Okay, so uh, let, let's answer your part of this first. Do you have any, if you're DMing a D&D campaign, do you have any pet yeah. peeves? Uh, yes. I'm not sure if it's technically a pet peeve. It's more of a name and his name is Camber. So <laughs> well, does that, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. if I remember correctly, we won't name any names because I don't know who listens to this show, but weren't you DMing a game with someone that was being quite difficult to the point where at one point they had their character, they asked for rope. Because yeah, they, yeah. they were in like a prison or something. They, they asked for rope yeah. and you're like, yeah, okay, you could have rope. They're like, cool. Well, yeah, I hang, I was like, I hang yeah, myself. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, it is funny because uh, it's, it's definitely him. And the, I, I think the <laughs> overall pet peeve of this is that he, he plays D&D like it's a video game mm -hmm. so that's my pet peeve when people pay, um, play the game like that so uh yeah one thing is he he's onto his like fifth character right because <laughs> because he he doesn't care about the consequences of dying mm. because normally in a video game right like yeah. you respawn and whatever and you can continue the story the way it's meant to be played but maybe just one time you're gonna you know kill the king in the video game because it's funny and you're there and you're like oh no okay you know and then and then everybody's against you and you're like oh this is no funny more i'll just restart from that you know point in time and, yeah. and not there, kill yeah. the king there's no whatever. spawn points in uh in D D. Yeah, yeah. And so every action has a consequence. And for the first while, I was like, I think he's just going to have to, like, he just needs to get used to that fact, right? He was, he was new at the game. And, and so, like, literally at one point, I was like, okay, there's some big, scary dudes. And uh, they're hinting very heavily. They're, like, way more um, powerful than you, and they will kill you instantly. Yeah. Um, and they kind of ride past. And he was like, 
cool. Uh, can I shoot at them? And the <laughs> the issue is, right, it's not even necessarily that, but there's other people that are playing the game as well. Mm. So I'm like, right, I you shoot at these bad dudes and then they're going to come down, come like turn around and just kill all of you. And that's not fair for the rest of the people playing. So instead in that scenario, I was like, okay, you, you, I can't remember whether you like actually hit them or missed anyway, but I was like, oh, they kind of sped along because they assumed maybe there was an ambush or something that was going to be worse. But then I made him suffer some like consequences of that. The next town that they went to Mm. was like super strict and they, he lost his bow and stuff. And so there was, there's things like that, but that was pretty early on. And I was like, all right. You know, he'll just get used to that fact. Um, but in a mo- most recent sort of game that we played, uh, there was this uh, task that they had been given by, like, an uh, underground guy and uh, criminal, and he said that he wanted a ruby stolen from this particular place. Uh, but when they got there, they found out ruby was actually the name of a young girl. And uh, so I was trying to give them this like dilemma, you know, do you want to actually give this bad, like kidnap somebody essentially? And so some of the other players are like thinking about it. Like, Oh yeah, this is a dilemma. And he was like, no, why not? Let's just do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> because cause he's like, it's just a game. There's no consequences. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. Now. <laughs> so I just try to kind of yeah. make sure that his actions don't affect the other guys too much and, uh, and go from there. G- give so him his own little side quest. It is yeah, exactly. In- inconsequential. Yeah. Your side quest is to shut the fuck up all the time. Uh, as far as movie pet peeves, I have a few. None of them are particularly big things, I don't think. Uh a pet peeve of mine and I actually think that uh, perhaps Amanda has once written in about the same pet peeve which is the line of dialogue as you know which is something mm. that people just don't say but because the only time you ever use it is when you're explaining information that someone definitely already knows anyway but you need yeah, to have yeah. said it out loud so the audience understands yeah so he'd be like, okay. like oh, as you know Nelson we do this every single week we do this podcast every <laughs> week it's like why would I ever <laughs> say that to you you clearly know um, I also I, I also know one of uh, one of Stacey's as well. I'm sure she won't mind me sharing. Mm-hmm. Is um, there's there's a bit of a trope in movies when a woman is going through a transformation and she decides to cut her hair off, and she'll kind of like uh, look yeah. in the bathroom and she'll get like a pair of scissors and she'll cut her hair off, and that that <laughs> d- signifies that she's grown. But not only that, that in the next scene her hair is so perfectly pixie cut, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. looks so perfect as well. I know that's a, that's a bit of a pet peeve for Stacey. Yeah, I can see that being pretty annoying, actually. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, that's really funny. I think, uh, um, uh, yeah. I, I although I think right, you know, like the problem with the line "as you know" is that they say "as you know" because I think sometimes you can say stuff to people to clarify. Mm. Like, this is what I'm talking... Because I'm thinking about, like, situations at work, right? Where it's like, I know that they know, but I still feel like I have to say it anyway. But I might not necessarily use the words, as, as you, you know. know. Yeah. I feel like I will say... I feel like... The, the, um, the, the, obviously, we have to do this because of this, uh-huh. you know. And... Yeah. Uh, or, like, you state the thing and then say right as in to confirm, like, oh, so we record this every week, right? 
And yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. saying, so we, okay, we, we both know that. Let's agree that we both know that. But yeah, yeah but yeah. no one ever goes, well, you know, as you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Are we, are we, is this going to be the second week in a row where we only do one email? <laughs> It's up to you, my friend, because we're up to your email. You might go weeks and weeks without ever having to read an email. Without ever having to read an email. <laughs> you know what? Let's do this one. Okay. The episode's going to go for a bit longer, but uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is by Vamp. Oi, cunts. Also, Jeremy, because he asked about kinks in episode 250. <laughs> Wait, before I start this, I feel like I need to uh, preface this. Just so Vamp is prepared mm-hmm. that I'm about to pick apart the shit out of this email. <laughs> so <laughs> just, just so they are aware. Just so they're aware. Okay. The causation of kinks and sexuality are often argued about in the psychological field as both tend to evolve over time, but some kinks slash sexualities do tend to run in families. Like most behaviors, it's probably a mix of causes, and I personally would suggest that it is primarily behavioral, environmental, and genetic, but it is definitely based in the other three uh, domains of psychology to at least a small extent. Uh, And then also, animals do in fact have an equivalent of dominant hands. A couple of things about this. There's way more to this email. Cambo, what's one of the rules to our shows? <sighs> D- Vamp, don't steal our ideas. You know that. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> the other one. The other one. <laughs> don't there are fact- a lot of rules. <laughs> don't fact check us. Don't fact check us unless it's in person. Unless it's in person. The only person that's ever got away with this is Amanda. Yeah. Who has yeah. fact check us in person. The only one. Um, also... This is kind of weird, right? Because one of two things has happened in this first sentence. Vamp has inherently known the causations of causation of kinks and sexuality, mm-hmm. or at least the discussion of this topic. Yeah. Like as in he studied it before. That's strange in itself. But also, if that wasn't the case, then he's Googled this just so that he can tell us. <laughs> Which I think is also kind of a weird thing to do. Like we could do that as well. So I'm not sure which is a um, stranger thing to. I, I, I don't, I don't to know. Fact check us on. I don't know if it's if it's that weird. Vamp, Vamp has been, and I hope they don't mind me talking about this. Vamp has been quite open with their sexuality, like on our Discord and on our Reddit and stuff like that. Um, so I would say, especially when maturing, you might be more inclined to look up things like you know, especially in early stages of maybe being unsure about your sexuality. I, I like, I know one of the common things that people Google is like, is it okay to be uh, gay or is it okay to be trans or anything like that? So I can imagine there was a scenario where there was just a rabbit hole and maybe the information has seeped in. The other scenario though, that I want right. to point out. Okay. I just is, don't imagine me searching about. Well, uh, the thing is, I don't know. If that <laughs> isn't the case. And if Vamp has Googled to try and make fools of us not in person, that's a big no, 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 no. That's a big no, no, no. I think what our listeners should do, and I'm sure that many are maybe doing this already, is every week when we say things that are wrong and they know they're wrong, they hold them all up inside. And then the day that we do ever meet them in person, they're going to absolutely... Like just let it rain with <laughs> yeah. all the things we got wrong, all the reasons we're idiots, and that's okay. We encourage that. Save yeah. it up, all inside until you see his face to face, and then let it have a torrent of abuse toward us about all the things we got wrong. Let it explode. 
Um, okay. He continues that email. I took a few notes during two, episode 249's podnapping. Here they are, along with some other notes I had for you too. Johnny Cash actually spent time in Folsom Prison, which is why he talks about it so much. The song you two actually sung is from an album he recorded two years after his release. When... Uh, 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 from an album he recorded years after his release. Sorry, I said two years, but that's not true. Uh, when he returned to the prison as a singer, not an inmate. In the album, he can even be heard joking with the prisoners and guards about the warden, the food, the water, and many more topics. Um, Did we say hey, he was an inmate? Uh, I, well, I, I, if we did, I, then that is wrong. Because I, I think I knew that he had been released and then went back to do this concert. No, no, no. Vamp is 100% wrong. Johnny Cash has never served in any prison. He may have, yeah. he's, he's, he's been to jail, I think, overnight, right. but he hasn't been to yeah, any yeah. prison. I, I knew that at the time he wasn't an inmate at the prison that he performed at. Because, yeah, in the well, recording, he does make Because he's, he's done it, to, he's, he's performed at multiple prisons as well. It wasn't just Folsom. Right. He did, he, that's where he recorded yeah, right. that, yeah, yeah, the that, that, that song, the album. But no, he's never actually served time. So this, you've tried to fact check us with something that's factually incorrect. <laughs> uh, in Bohemian Rhapsody, you both you both missed the "I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me" line. That's only because in our sure. defense, we're rich boys and everybody loves us. So we do. We, we do can't even fathom a word in which we're poor boys yeah. and nobody loves us. Exactly. We would never even <laughs> utter those utter that phrase. <laughs> Uh, Nelson went up instead of down at the end of several lines in Dancing Queen. Good job avoiding copyright strikes. Uh, I think it might depend on which chorus you're singing from, but I don't know. Couldn't be bothered to find that out. <laughs> A currency conversion was requested in episode 249, and £1,000,000 is equivalent to 5086600 AUD. Nelson was only off by a factor of two. Vamp. You, I don't think we've I don't think we've ever had to do this before. But I think we're going to have to strip you from your currency conversion correspondence. Do you actually think one million pounds is five million AUD? Holy! What kind of a third world country do you think we live in? How did you get that so wrong? Okay, let's say. A U D two pound. Uh-huh. Um, uh, one pound is worth point uh, five four. Uh, sorry, one Australian dollar is worth point five four pounds. Uh, so about half. So one million is about uh, one million pounds is about two million. One point eight uh, six million. 1.86 million. Thank you. I stumbled over my words there. $5 million? How did you get to that calculation? Uh, now, I, I do... He that did is say, so he did, he did say that you were off by a factor of two, but I do want to point out that Vamp was off by a factor of several million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that... Like, I jokingly said 10 million, I think. It's just why he said factor of two. Anyway... I, I'm I'm calling it stripping him of his uh, currency conversion no, correspondence. <laughs> let's put Vamp on probation, pending our next currency conversion that we need. And if that's not spot on, 
<laughs> then it's stripped. Do you think that's fair? I would have strip it right now. I, I, that's being, so I, far I, off. Five million dollars <laughs> is so far off. That's like because as soon as I read that, I was like, I don't he, know what the convention the is, but you're, that's you're, way off. You're really, you're really pounded vamp into the ground right now for this whole email. So I'm just trying to get because I, we we like them. We don't want them to go away. We don't want them to go away. But I'm I, I let's say currency conversion probation. Um, probation. Okay, probation. You know what we should do? Oh my god, I can do it. Should Vamp lose his currency <laughs> conversion? Correspondence. Uh, I'm putting a poll on our subreddit. Camera. Okay. <laughs> but also, we're recording this way ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. So is that going to be a problem? Well, the, yeah, you're going to have to. You need you need to schedule this because <laughs> then by the time this releases, people may have forgotten the poll, oh, and then it looks man. like you're just swinging and taking attacks for no reason. Oh, I can schedule a post. Oh my god, I've never done this before. <laughs> Uh, okay, it's going to come out on this day. Yep. Okay. Apply. Vamp. We'll find out, buddy. I think it's in the listener's hands. Uh. Uh. Okay. Schedule. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We're about to find out. We're about to find out. Um. Uh, last thing he said is, uh, Nelson. Don't listen to this one. <laughs> okay. Cambo, the voiceover trope did make it into Sony's Spider-Man movies. Yes, this note is for from Cancelled Movie Report. Okay, Nelson can listen now. Do you want to fact check that one, Cambo? Yep. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, yes. Some Spider-Man movies do have a voiceover, specifically the Tobey Maguire ones. I think we were talking specifically about the voiceover narration of... Spider-Man is like talking to the camera after the events and he's relaying the events of what's happened. And that hasn't really happened in the Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause we talked about how like in panels you have inner thoughts and stuff. The other thing I would note is that the Spider-Man voiceover from Tobey Maguire is only at the beginning and only at the end. Doesn't happen throughout the movie. Right. Yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, from Vamp. All these different things, uh, all these different correspondence. One in I, hot I, I, contention. I, yeah, I, I will request Vamp. Vamp does list all of their uh, titles underneath their the email like um, signature, mm-hmm. uh, and one of them is currency conversion correspondent. You're going to have to change that to probationary correspondent uh, currency yeah. conversion correspondent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yes, sorry about the psychobabble. The simple answer is no one knows for sure, but it's probably a mix of causes. Cool, cool, cool. PPS, I'm writing this, re-listening to episode 250, and I'm sad that the show is one quarter over, not the episode, the show. Uh, anyway, that's it. Thanks for writing into us, Vamp and John. If you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R-E-A-G-I-T podcast, gmail.com. You can also reach us at Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit. They're all R-E-A-G-I-T podcast. Um, we'd also appreciate if you could subscribe and rate the show. Yep. Um, and yeah. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. 
man, this one yeah. really really went out on a whimper there, didn't it? It started yeah, it, it started with an awkward pause, and now it's ending with an awkward pause. Thanks for listening, and we will read you later. Find a way with the, the, the terrorist. And they're flying over the, the river in Metropolis when Superman is suddenly sprayed with a green kryptonite from the thug's watch. They both start falling rapidly into the river. Superman manages to come out of it and see what's going on and he's floating in the river and he sees the terrorist face just floating in the water. It's a mask. <gasps> and inside of the mask are words. And it says, this is just the beginning. So it's a setup. They knew Superman was going to be there. They concocted this to get to Superman. Uh, what about what about inside the mask? It says, "Batman versus Superman." Asylum. Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. That would have. Been, I love an in-world <laughs> title sequence. <laughs> this whole intro sequence, it's funny because it does have some stuff like the dickhead that's just, oh, yeah, we're going to be a little more edgy. But it still really managed to maintain the, oh, this is the stuff you have to have in a Superman movie. Like it's got the shot of the monument falling down and people running, but one woman just standing there <laughs> staring up at it, clearly about to be crushed. Yeah. It caught it at the monument. What happened? Kryptonite. Mask. The note, it was a setup. As if he knew I'd save him. This guy's not finished. I can feel it. You be careful, okay? Why didn't... In that previous scene, he was like, Oh, this terrorist, you know the one who left a mask behind that said this is only the beginning? I have a feeling that's not the end of him. Like, yeah, <laughs> you weirdo. How do you not expect this? Yeah. How do you not expect this exact thing to happen? <laughs>